All right, friends, family, team, it's season 11, episode 9, and we're pretty pumped about this one. James, who do we have today? White Whale guest. We have Eddie from Barcelona, Chicago, Barcelona Sports. You all know him. This is a big guest, folks. This is a very big deal, and it's going to be a great interview. It's going to be awesome. We talk a little bit about Bears Misery, but we've done that so much lately, so um, we're not going to give you all of that. We're going to talk to him about his path. We're going to have some fun about what to eat around Chicago. Who knows where it takes us, but he's going to be on here for the majority of the show, and then we'll hit you with some next week, week five NFL. Oh, you came to a good episode, folks. It's the Washed Up Podcast. <laughs> Let's just get it, huh? You can come get me. I'm in the windy city. So you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Be kit like a Louisville slugger and I'm pointing center field because I've been seen this coming around the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer, run the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my comments, huh? This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we think of some thieves. I got tricks up my sleeve. And I'm playing for keeps. I don't answer to no one. I'm Welcome into episode nine of season 11, and we're going to get you right into Eddie. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome on our very special guest at this time. He is one of the staples of Barstool Chicago. You all know him. Dog Walk, Mid Show, Old School, Redline Radio, Dave Portnoy Show. Please welcome on Eddie. Oh, yeah, Barstool Eddie. Thank you for coming on, Eddie. We really appreciate this. There we go. James, Pat, I'm happy to do it. I'm excited to chat with you guys. Excited to uh, learn what we're getting into. Oh, yeah. we. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about Bears Misery, so we don't want to overload our listeners with another full episode of that. But um, one of our other co-hosts was live at the game yesterday. Uh, He couldn't make it today. But he was saying at the most minuscule amount of success, the whole place erupted. Have you thought about going to a game at all this year? Or are you just completely out on like showing face at that terrible stadium? (laughs) You know, it's 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 weird because with this job, it, it it's made it a little bit harder to go to games with live streams and watch parties and, you know, having to assess what happened after the game on a post-game show. But we were slotted to go to a couple games, I believe, at least tailgates. We'll be in the tailgate lots, mixing it up with everyone. I'm not sure what the plan is, if we're going to go in the stadium after or not. I'd like to, but at this point, like you guys said, it's uh, – it's 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 a solemn scene. It's a solemn scene over there. It's it's just like it's a chore to watch them. And like we had so much hope this summer. And I'm one of the idiots that said ten and seven, like ten and seven. I'm telling you, this offense is going to click. It's going to be like the Eagles. I mean, I don't even think we can be like the four and twelve Eagles like a couple of years ago. I don't even think. No, we're the, there. the worst part is, is I don't even think it's a chore yet. You know, <laughs> if you think it's bad now, I mean, you're going to be waking up random days in December and being like, Oh my God, like we got, we got three left, four left. (laughs) That's when it's going to really take a toll because we're not going to have a hope for anything. Best case scenario, we're rooting for a toilet bowl again. And we're like, all right, how could we look good? But, uh, lose in the same vein because we want a higher draft pick. So it's bad. It's, it's really bad right now. Yeah. The only silver lining we have is that currently we have the one and two pick next draft. Yeah, which is <laughs> crazy, man. It, it, and honestly, is crazy. And that's where we go back to everything preseason. And I don't know, we were, I, if, you know, obviously James, Pat, I don't know how much you listen, but we, we, we did our pregame show where we did like wins or losses. Big Cat does it every year. And, oh, you yeah. know, he was he was going a little, you know, he was going a little heavy on the cheese. He was mm-hmm. going heavy on the Parmesan with it. <laughs> and uh, he said 10 and 7, you know, and and, you know, and Chief was pretty high on it as well. And I was just kind of like, all right, like, hey, it's fun to be optimistic now. But I had always thought like, hey, as long as Fields shows that he's the guy mm-hmm. and this team is approved from last season, I'll be happy with that regardless of what the, what the record is really. The problem is neither of those have happened, and that has made – 0-4 taste all that much more worse, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's just, like you said, it's just, it tastes so bad. And we had, uh, about two weeks ago, we had Dave Kaplan on, 
And he roasted me for saying, <laughs> like, I said, I'm like, I thought 10 and 7. He's like, you what? He goes, you what? He's like, no. He goes, this is not a 10 and 7 team. He's like, I had him at five wins and I already cashed that. Like, he he pretty much put yeah. me in school about my love because I still, and I love Justin Fields more than anything. And he just, he made me just pretty much like, he put me in the, in the corner. I felt like getting disciplined by my father, the way I was talking about the bears. <laughs> it sounds like Cap, he, you know, passionate. And I, I hear him. He, he, he stands by his, his take and I respect. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on these uh, lone, lonesome losers. Uh, there was a little tweet that came out. We have a quick turnaround Thursday night. The rumor is, if we lose against the Commanders this upcoming Thursday, that Eberflus is gone because of the mini buy, do you think that is worthwhile to try somebody else out with that longer of a turnaround for next week? You know, I I don't listen, and everyone's going to give you a similar answer. I think because the Bears don't fire coaches midseason, so right. that's why it's exceptionally hard to see. Second. Second, wise of why it's hard to see is okay. So if you do fire Eberflus midseason, who's going to take over? Exactly. Yeah, there's, you know, there's I no- don't even know. I thought about tweeting as a joke the other day that I, if they're going to hire Owen Cruz to do a Jeff Saturday and just try to you know <laughs> put some discipline in this team for the rest of the year, I don't hate that. But I, I because usually if you fire the D. D if, the head coach, the DC would take over. That ain't an option. <laughs> Mysteriously floating around space. Nobody knows what's up with that. Are you going to hand it over to Getsy? That sounds like a disaster for Justin Fields. If you're going to have any development, not that Getsy's doing him any favors right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in the boat where if they did do it, who the fuck would they give it to? Sorry, I don't know if you could swear on this or not. Oh, yeah, 100%. we don't fucking swear at all, but you can. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, you know, enough about those those losers. We've wasted our time. Everybody knows you these days as like just a staple of Barstool content. Like you've been in some classic videos. We all know, you know, you've, you've done so much for Barstool, but not a lot of people know that you actually started out with Howard Stern. Would you maybe want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, it was, I, I was in grad school. I need an internship for grad school. And, um, I it just happened when Eric the actor died. I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Howard Stern show. Um, a little he, bit. He, he's a whack packer, and he had just oh. died. And he was trending on Twitter, and I like I'm a big wormhole guy, so I'll like you know if I see something, I like try to learn everything I can, watch a bunch of YouTube videos, and that whole kind of thing. And I was crying, laughing at a lot of this stuff. And I had always really liked Artie Lang, and I liked Howard Stern. I was familiar with it from the extent of. Uh, the E show and you know who he was way back in the day but I just kind of took a newfound interest because Eric the actor died and when that happened I went to the website and like the very front page was an internship application and I was like huh this is like weird timing I'm gonna apply I didn't expect to get it and I applied and I was just kind of aggressive with it I would you know email um, the office assistant or whatever who was doing the hiring and i just kind of stayed on top of it and uh next thing i knew a couple weeks later i was in manhattan uh living in an extended stay hotel taking the you know the subway (laughs) to work for four months and uh yeah that's kind of how it all went down yeah and it's i know you posted uh, a picture maybe three years back and i like you know i saw right away i'm like that's so cool like it's you and howard stern and then the next picture is you and dave portnoy and i'm like that is just so cool and i think the caption was like from like the old king of media to now like the real like the new king of media like that's just so cool how that comes all full circle for you like that really is just like such a cool journey and then i know you early on started off with like you went to what the greg olson kickball tournament that's how you got uh your your job with barstool yeah, exactly. No, you're right. I've been incredibly fortunate to, in my mind, work, you know, I wasn't side by side with Howard like I was with Dave, but I've been incredibly fortunate to uh, kind of work with two like titans of what you would say the media landscape because mm-hmm. the Howard Search Show was the most popular radio show for, you know, 30 years. And obviously Barstool's been holding it down for 20. So definitely um, been pretty cool to, to be with both of those organizations. Uh, with, as far as that, goes yeah it was 2013 so i i had just graduated undergrad and i didn't really know what i wanted i knew i wanted to work in sports media um i didn't like i wasn't particularly interested in doing like the whole i got my degree to radio television i wasn't interested in doing the whole uh 
you know, pick up and move to rural Kansas and mm-hmm. be a reporter there. And that's a traditional route. No, you know, no disrespect, no shade at all to people who do that. I have a lot of respect for that grind, actually. And uh, I, I was I was in between. I didn't know if I was going to go back for grad school or not, but I did know that I love Barstool. I was been reading since like 2008, so I was like a six year reader at that point. And I knew they were in town for Greg Olson's kickball tournament, Grant Park. <laughs> and uh, I just rounded up some buddies. I was like, "Hey, let's go down there. What's the worst that could happen? We meet the guys, and if we don't meet them, then we support Greg Olson's charity. You know, it's a win win deal." So you know, like five or six of us, we hopped on the train, we went down there, and. Uh, Back then, it was me and my five buddies, and there's probably five other Barstool fans total. Wow. Which, like, put that in comparison. I'm For talking real? All, yeah, like all those dudes were like Prez, Big Cat, KFC, Mo, uh, Fidel Burr, like all these dudes were there. Okay, Mark, everyone was there. Like it was, and it was like, that's how like still kind of underground Barstool was at that point. And all my buddies were kind of hyping me up. They're like, oh, you got to make uh you got to make out of your intern because they knew how much I loved it. They knew I wanted to get into media and whatnot. And um, Big Head's like, all right, yeah, like send me an email when you get home, like whatever. And I was like, sure. Like, um, and in the midst of all this, like there was like a charity thing where if you could kick someone out of the game, if you donated money. So President Big Cat got kicked out. So I needed a pitcher. <laughs> I actually had to pitch a couple innings. Um, I was, you know, got called out of the bullpen. So, you know. Really going on there, just presented me with this opportunity. I, like I said, I ran home. I sent uh, I sent Big Cat an email instantly, and he didn't respond. And I was like, ah, you know, he was he was nice, and you know, it just you know, the dream's over. It wasn't meant to be. And then like two weeks to the date, he emails me. He's like, hey, if you find four A plus smoke shows for next week, you got the gig. <laughs> so I'm like, All right. Accepted, yeah. and I hit up all I hit up all my friends from college. I'm like, hey, I need I need a favor. Like, I got I gotta like take a couple of your Facebook. We're talking Facebook back then. I gotta take a couple of your Facebook photos and post it on this website. And back then, like like I said, it was known, but it wasn't like it is now. You know, yeah. thankfully, all the girls I was friends with were cool. Were like 100 percent go get it and whatever. And then that was that's I've been with the company for ten years now unofficially. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. Yeah, you're definitely not going to find the smoke shows from your high school, so you got to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. I went to an all-boys high school, so that's quite literally impossible unless I use some of the teachers, which, you know, teach their own. There were some good ones. I still remember my Spanish teacher, Miss Diaz. Come on. Oof. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But while you're, while you're talking about that, I was like, Oh my God, that sounds exactly like James. James is the one who's riling me up to go to all the events, check out and just meet you guys whenever we can. Um, it's pretty spitting image. The description you just gave f- reflecting onto James. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. And like, I genuinely like when I see like, you know, like a meet and greet or like this and that, I see you guys doing stuff at the bar. I'm like, Oh, we got to go. Like, it's like, we got to go see these guys. And like, everyone's like, all right, yeah. Like I'll go. I'm like, yeah, it's just so cool. Like, you know, seeing like you guys, I listen to the mid show every day, like Dave Portnoy show. Mm-hmm. I still listen to the Dave Portnoy show, you know, an episode once a week, like you and Dave messing with Rico Bosco <laughs> is probably like my favorite thing on the internet. Like the <laughs> video of you, when Dave says something, it gets blurred out and you just put your hands in your face. You're just like, oh no. Like that's like some of my favorite stuff. And I, I think I've watched it maybe four or five times. It is the funniest stuff on the internet. And yeah, that's why it's like to see you guys in person. It's just so cool. Like, oh, like, you know, listen to these guys, you know, dog walk, throwing it on, driving home from work, like the snake traps. It's just so money. Yeah. Always like listening to that. For sure. No, yeah, it's, you never know what could happen, James. That's for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, like you said, you, you, you wrote the blueprint for us pretty much. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, speaking of your like movement through Barstool, I, I, you started as an unpaid, unpaid intern, correct? Yep. And mm-hmm. obviously what we do here is unpaid because we're still trying to monetize our show ourselves, but to the outside eye, when you do something for no money, everybody's like, you got to get a real job, right? So like, what were you doing to like stay afloat during the unpaid aspects of your career? So yeah, so those first two years I was in grad school. So that's what I was doing from 2013 to 2015. From 2015, when I graduated, um, 
it looked like there might have been an opportunity for maybe to do some stuff with Barstool, but it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So I, I, Big Cat helped me out get this job at, uh, it was called 120 Sports at the time. Now it's called Stadium. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was working there as a production assistant. And I was like making graphics, cutting highlights and whatnot. So that was the uh, that was the gig from 2015 right up until I went full time in 2019. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you guys have said this before, but like that 2018 bear season, like seems so long ago. But um, how fun that was! Like you know, we were good. You have the fav- famous Mo Bamba video. Like that's one of the best. <laughs> Like how much do you guys almost owe to that team that year? You guys were doing the Matt Nagy songs like this and that, like, like how crazy was that time period? Cause you guys did go full 2019. Yeah. Well, well to be, to be quite honest with you, it was, it was fucking insane, man. It was, <laughs> it was one of those things where like, yeah, we were in the fold a little bit, but um, the, really the first thing was that video after the, um, Bears opening game, the Khalil Mack game, you know, Bears went up 20 nothing. Mm-hmm. Rodgers gets hurt. I mean, I, I'm James was sure you're familiar with that post game video that, that, you know, when the, the sleeping in the force preserve and, <laughs> and, That's you know, all the, time. the nose up a lot, my fingers up Balaga's nose. And it was, you know, <laughs> it was like raw emotion. And that was like the first thing that I ever did that got on Dave's radar. And then after that, he just took a huge liking to me and that whole fall, I was like, holy shit. You know, I remember walking into my job at 120 Sports and it was at, I worked at the United Center. And I remember walking in, um, it was like 9 a.m. And my buddy's like, yo, dude, press blog to buy. I was like, what are you talking about? I've never, like, like we had short interactions, but, you know, Dave doesn't know a lot of people, you know. He kind of keeps to his own. And if he knows you, he knows you and he mixes it up with you. And uh, seeing that, I was like, holy shit. And I was like, things are about to change and that's that's kind of when it did and that it all started with week one and the whole season you're right it was kind of like a magical ride but in a, in a sick and twisted way Aaron Rodgers ripping our heart out um is in part responsible for me being here <laughs> talking and doing what I do today it's wild man yeah, I mean that, and then like, you know, that fall, I remember too, that's, you know, we like, you know, we all live right by Johnny's Italian beef. I know you're a Johnny's guy. Seeing Dave at Johnny's was like every group chat you're in, you're like, holy shit, like Prez is at Johnny's, Prez is at Johnny's, like that, like was crazy seeing that. And then I think that's where we kind of got the first dose of him yelling at White Sox Dave, I think maybe outside Johnny's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was, that was probably one of the most surreal moments too, was uh, when he I think he tweeted, when I'm in Chicago, I'd like to do a pizza review with with Eddie and White Sox Dave. And I was like, holy shit, you know. So um, I I truly went from, I I didn't think I was going to ever get full-time with Barstool. I was kind of actually phasing myself out a little bit to uh, a couple months later being in, you know, the biggest food review video that you could possibly be in. So it was definitely um, the craziest bear season, craziest fall I've ever had. And then too, it's like, you know, when Gene and Jude's he I remember he didn't give Gene and Jude's that great of a score, and your face was just like appalled. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's 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 the holy grail to me. You know, I, I take that shit personally. That is, uh, you know, it, 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 that's part of who I am. Places like Gene and Jude's and you know, chopping it up with uh, you know, friends who've gone there throughout the years and what Chicago's all about, you know, you take a lot of pride in the city and what we have to offer. And that's, in my opinion, the cream of the crop for him to say it's like any other place. A, it's not. B, it was like, all right, fuck you, dude. You know, so that was it. <laughs> yeah, mean, you don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. while we're talking yeah. about, you know, food and stuff, other than Gene and Jude's, what's your go-to dog in Chicago? Ooh, so I did a, I actually did a, um, I did an Eddie's eight, like an eight top eight or top 10 rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what, what areas are you guys from? So we're where we are currently is four blocks away from Johnny's beef. Oh no shit. So yeah. you're in almost Park river forest. Yeah. No shit. So I would say I like Rand's red hots a lot. You ever been there? Yeah. I never had That's real solid. You got to check them out. They do a great job. Okay. They do a great job. Brands is really good. Uh, I like Superdog. Some people don't like. They think it's either or. You got to like Superdog or you got to like Gene and Jude's. 
I don't buy into that bullshit. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think they're both good. I think Wolfie's on Peterson's good. Uh, Byron's is good on Irving. I've been Wrigleyville. Okay, I've had uh, that. Ton of good spots. There's there's a ton of good spots. Yeah, and it's uh, I think too, like you called it one time. You called Elmwood Park like North Avenue, like Murderer's Row of food restaurants. A hundred percent is, dude. You walk down the street, there's every cuisine you want, you know, and then you yeah. pop it off. <laughs> A gelato that will knock your dick off. It's oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Masa makes a mean panini too, so it's a double oh, whammy yeah. over there. One hundred percent, they do. That, they do a great job. It kind of sounds like you need to come on again, and we need to hit the whole street. <laughs> Little smorgasbord of North Ave. You know, I I I, I never say no to North Avenue, so uh, it's, <laughs> it's certainly not going to be ruled out right now. It's, I love that. It's uh, I will say Massa's mozzarella sticks, best in the game. Really? Oh my God, they're so good. I would say best in the game. No one can compete with them. I That's might good get, to know. I might get some on the way home, actually. So did you guys go to EP High School? I went to OPRF. We both went to OPRF. OPRF. Oh, nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you know, Pat's got a state championship. Oh, James, you shouldn't have brought that up. And what? Baseball. Oh, you guys won state, huh? Yeah, 2012, but who's remembering, you know? <laughs> when did you guys graduate? So you graduated in 2012? I was 13. I was 15. Okay, so you're a little younger. Yeah, I actually, I tried out for baseball even after my dad was a coach and I still got cut. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, powerhouse wrestling school, though. Yeah. Oh, it's their, what, five state champions? Yeah, they're a different breed of yeah, crazy. Yeah, boys like to grapple at OPRF. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's for every sport, every locker room. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's I try it. I after I got cut from baseball, my mom told me you got to do a sport, and it was either cross country or wrestling. And I like to eat too much. I'm like, I got to do cross country. <laughs> I'm like, no way, I'm gonna do wrestling. I would oh. get killed. Dude, I was gonna say this on the podcast. How does anyone do cross country? It's uh, I was you know just uh, my family runs a lot, but I was okay. okay but cross country, it was just such a workout. Like all you wanted to do was go home and just sleep. Like it was just like such a good workout, and I lost so much weight. But then the day after the season ended, I would just pack it all on. Oh, I would. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Do you ever remember Tasty Dog in Oak Park? Did you ever have that? Is there another one still on like? Uh- like Harlem and Roosevelt? No, I think you're thinking of maybe Lucky Dog. Yeah, that's Lucky. You're right. You're right. I kind of do remember. Was that kind of more towards the stadium of OPRF? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, just going to Lucky Dog, eating a large Oreo shake and a large, like, classic cheese fries. <laughs> that kind of puts it back on. But cross country is hard. It's definitely not easy. That's for sure. But I saw kids running the other day. Last weekend, actually, I was with my friend. We were driving by, like, Indian Boundary over there. Like, yeah. Cumberland, or Cumberland and Irving. We saw cross country running. It's like, what did, how do you, what does the coach say? Just run? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, legitimately, they, for OPRF, they would have them run that far. They would be like, this is your practice for, if it was like Wednesday, it was like, all right, you're doing the long run today. Go to like a river road and then come back. And it's like, what? And then you get back and it's like six o'clock. I feel like that's if you get like a what like I don't know what coaches get paid. That's a sport to coach. You just say, all right, run for here. Real? Run what are you what are you coaching? You get like a couple extra thousand dollars for, for that. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably more complex. So my <laughs> apologies, James. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh it was pretty funny. So we always used to had to do trail runs. Like we'd go out to like, you know, middle of nowhere, do trail runs, and the coach would always be on a bike, He'd be like, Hey, keep running. I'm like, what are you, Tony Perkis here? Like saying we're not teaching them, we're not teaching them about sports we're teaching them about life like that's what yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. like him just riding around on his bike yeah, yeah for sure that's crazy dude yeah that's it's crazy. maybe we should all coach a coach cross country team white Sox dave would be a great cross country coach you know what it, I, i'm sure he would i'm sure he would you just gotta tell him to go and then see you later <laughs> he's sitting there running with like his dip thing like god damn it these kids suck at running yeah Exactly. Dave, can you run? Shut up. I'm the coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, You just quoting something made me. So we were yesterday, me and a bunch of buddies were quoting, this is the end. Do you have like a top movie that is just always ready with a quote for you just in the regular day? Not even like scripted. 
Just a quote. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like, a, a, which movie? Yeah. Movie and the quote. Yeah. I, uh, like uh, wedding singer, uh, you know, if you, if you listen, oh, yeah. I always talk about the wedding singer. Oh, always. Like, yeah. It's one of my absolute favorite movies. Anything that happens, you know, even it's like, Oh, like, like, good job. That's a good point. I always say hey, that's a good meatball. You know what I mean? Like, just like, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, it has nothing to do with the meatball. Yeah. It's like, Hey, good job. It's, it's during the Adam Sandler draft. When you guys did that with PFT, uh, you got like emotional, almost talking about Robbie. Like you're like, yeah. he's, he's the best friend in movie history. He is man. He is. I, I sincerely, I watched it two weeks ago. I, I love that movie. It, it's the best. It's I have, you're going to give me shit. I have not seen it enough. Like I've seen it, but I know it's got like a huge cult following. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, it's like, it, it's just truly one of his best movies start to finish. Like it's got it all. It's got the laughs. It's got the heart, the heartstrings. It's got, it's got everything. Like, sure. Like if you want to argue that there's more quotes from Billy Madison or happy Gilmore, that's funnier. I, I won't argue with you, right? but I'm saying like front to back, front to back, like, a wholesome good movie like it's got it all i think yeah and it also uh one of the best gifts you can send is somebody please kill me yeah and yeah, it's right. like you can send that all bear season if you need to wedding singers just right at the top of the yeah, gift list schedule the tweet he's <laughs> <laughs> putting that in already like yep yeah. thursday night we're gonna have to schedule that tweet <laughs> Hundred percent, dude. Now, 100%. are you guys going to that Thursday night in Washington or no? Like, I didn't know if you guys were all going there for, for like, with do, well, doing a stream or. No, I know Big Cat was going to go. I don't believe he's going, so we'll be. Uh, I believe the plan is to stream it now. So, yeah, we'll be out there and just getting, uh, just getting smoked by the uh, by the public about how shitty our team is. So. <laughs> do you, do you think uh, Al Michaels has just had enough of calling games for this team? Yeah, I don't know how you can't. Although, <laughs> granted, like the Giants have been so bad on primetime. Like, I think the goal is to just be a little better than them, you know? <laughs> For real. Yeah, it's – I mean, that's what I said like week one. You know, the Giants get blown out by the Cowboys – Aaron Rodgers goes down. I said, shout out to New York sports for making people forget how bad the Bears are. Yeah, for real. And I could care less about the Giants really, but uh, another uh, Barcelona employee has been on our podcast, Clem. When the Giants are bad, my heart just breaks for him because he's just the nicest guy I think (laughs) I've ever met. And I just feel so bad for him when the Giants are bad. Yeah, he's the best. My ZD brother, I do feel bad for him. And that's what I said after week one when they got mopped and the the Packers got mopped. It's like, it's a shame that me and him don't live in the same city and we're not sitting at a diner like Harlow. It's just fucking sad, (laughs) you know, twirling a milkshake with a straw and just eating fries. Yeah, Yeah, like like not like maybe even sitting there like like spitballs and like trying to get them in the chocolate milk. Just like we're down. Getting a nice patty melt or a Reuben extra thousand Island on the side. Why not? Exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's somebody who, who it will never happen. He needs to move to Chicago <laughs> ASAP. Oh, it'd be a dream. It'd be a dream. <laughs> I, I really, truly, I, I love Clem a lot. And I, you know, to have the opportunity to work closer with him and do more content would honestly, it, it would, it would be positive for my life. <laughs> Positive. It would be positive. There are a lot of negatives in life, like our sports teams, but Clem is, Clem is the best. Yeah, he like, we like, when we had him on, we all kind of got in an argument about something. Like, it was something really dumb. We all started bickering. We have two other co-hosts. They're not here today, but we all started bickering. And he was like, boys, 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 I'm going to work this out for each of you right now. He like pretty much did therapy for us on here. He's like, you, he's like, you say your part. He's like, I'll tell you when to talk. And it was like, oh, he, that's what he's, yeah. he's just like the best. The man. And that's, he's a man. He deserves a nice championship. I don't know if he's going to get one anytime soon. Maybe the Knicks. But, uh, I, yeah, I think we're all kind of in the same boat. Shit, that reminds me. Now, when we were talking with Clem, uh, we were talking about breakfast sandwiches. And he was like, is there, like, you know, the bacon, egg, and cheese? He's like, it's it's renowned over here. And he's like, is there a breakfast sandwich out there? And I go, I don't know. Anything you kind of just put near us we're we're down for but i go maybe an italian beef hot jardinier egg and cheese and he goes you got to make that let me know how it is and i still have yet to make it so i need to owe i owe clem a review on that you do 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. yeah he's he's a man of honor too. He'll tell you what he thinks by the look of it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I love his quote. Jeez, when someone tags him in something food related, it's just like oh, like analyze it depth by depth. <laughs> it's like, and that's why it's great. And he, uh, I think he had not been he had not been to try Johnny's yet. But one more, you know, we'll get we'll do a little more food question. Other than Johnny's, what would you say is your go to beef in Chicago? Um, obviously, hmm. Obviously, listen. There's a reason why Pratillos has been king for a long time. Mm-hmm. If we're talking chain. That's my that's my chain one. But besides Johnny's, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with uh, Jay's in Narragansett. You ever have Jay's? really? No, I've never had it. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, wow. are you a fan? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, but I'm two doors down from Johnny's, so I it's just Hard. upper. Yeah, they got a different. They got like there's a it's like an electric green. Uh, Jardinera, I love it. Uh, yeah, they do a good job. I, I used to be partial to Mr. Beef. Yeah. Um, Harlem. They, they're they still really good. I got nothing against them, but they sold a couple years back, and it's it's changed a little bit, but they're, they're still real solid. So those are definitely um, probably my top three. I think they built one near you, too. Yeah, it's uh, where they used to be a Long John Silver's on Harlem. It's now, <laughs> yeah, it's now Mr. Beef. Now Mr. Beef. Dude. That long John Silver's was the saddest place. <laughs> right though, dude, like, disgusting. Oh my god! Like, who who was going there? No. Well, one of our co-hosts actually admitted on air that he used to love Long John Silver's, and I, my, I, yeah. I you can ask Pat. I looked at him in silence for about twenty minutes. I was like, <laughs> "Did you just say that?" Here's the thing. Long John Silver's in and of itself is it, it gets a bad rap. It's not, it's not that bad at all. Like it's fine. It's serviceable. But that one in particular was just like, and there's a reason why obviously it closed. It was definitely something was something was going on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Health code was the least of their worries in that building. <laughs> yeah. Like, could you see maybe like after say a White Sox playoff loss, White Sox Dave sitting at a Long John Silver's by himself there? <laughs> He deserves to be. He deserves <laughs> to be. With how bad his ball club is, he deserves to be at that Long John Silver's counter. He 100% does. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's also my ball club, too. So, um, oh, shit. yeah, I know. Um, you and I, we're, we're Cub fans. It sucks for us right now. I mean, obviously, to make the playoffs, but we still, like, I know this Better is. Better than that. Yeah. It's loser mentality. And, like, I saw you guys today put up, like, viewership for the Sox were down. But, like, say if you're, like, like Pat, you're a Sox Bears fan, Bulls, like there's just nothing right now. It's just darkness. It's staring into the abyss. It's so bad, dude. It's so bad. And it's it's funny because I think we were kind of in this cycle right before the Khalil back trade, like mm-hmm. the John Fox era. Yep. It was really dark. And you just got to assume like, oh, this will be. And obviously because the Hawks were just caught. What? what was that? Like 2017, it was Fox. Hawks were just like. Like the dynasty, like that was like their last playoff run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost. They haven't won a playoff. I think 2016 was the last year they won a playoff game. So 2017, yeah. I remember they got swept, and that was it. And that was like the Cubs were rebuilding. They were they couldn't like figure it out. All their guys were like kind of, you know, stunted. The White Sox were in a deep rebuild. Deep. And then, uh, who am I missing? Bulls. Oh, the Bulls. Was that like the three alphas time? I don't know. Regardless, it was a dark time then too, you know, but we're just more things change the more they say the same. We're, we're, we're back where we were back then. For real. I mean, sucks. Sucks. It's, it's, yeah, it's just darkness. And I think when you said bulls, I'm thinking of that might've been the Rondo and Wade year. Yeah. The three alphas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three alphas. Yeah. <laughs> Rondo and Wade. Uh-huh. And yeah, that that's never that's never gonna work. But yeah, it's just it's just darkness right now. And I did see the Cubs today are thinking about trading for Pete Alonso. How <laughs> will you like? Will that personally break Frank the Tank and Clem if we get Pete Alonso? I I don't think they could be broken anymore with what happened to that team and the projections and the expectations that they had this year to just flip both of their studs and just completely gut that team from what they were expected to be, they got to be broken as it is because that, that that's bad. What happened to the Mets this year was, was pretty, pretty fucking dark. Yeah. I mean, it's right up there with how I was feeling. I, I just going to look at them as way worse than the White Sox just for my mental health because everything else is terrible. But 
Yeah. Being a, a Mets fan, uh, a drive to the Golden Gate Bridge didn't seem too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's that's why like, I say to like my buddies who are Sox fans, I'm like, would you rather be the Mets or the Sox? They're like, well, we had a shitty payroll. They freaking 330 yeah. million was their payroll. Like yeah. they, were, they were expected to be this juggernaut, which they'll never beat the Braves. I don't think anyone will, but that's a different story. Yeah. But yeah, they were expected to be this juggernaut and they just, I mean, they were, they were out of it pretty much what in May. Yeah. Just fell right on their face. And like, in hindsight, yeah, they were out of in May. Like, of course, it was like ah, a lot of ball, a lot of ball to play. Yeah, in hindsight, they were 100% out of in May, which is tough. Yeah. It's like being out of in September in yeah. the NFL. For oh, real. It's, yeah, it's just like we're having this conversation about <laughs> about how the season's just over, yeah. and it's October 3rd. Right? Uh, yeah. But even though Chicago sports is going down the shitter and we don't really have much to look forward to. You guys as a company have a lot to look forward to in Chicago. What are some of the things you look forward to in the next coming months that might change for the better? Dude, right now, just space. We need the space. People are all on top of each other right now in our office. It's it's so crammed. It's so crowded. There's shit everywhere. There's pallets of body armor, which I love, but you know, I wish it was more room for people to move around. Um, it's... The space from the jump is obviously the big thing. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, obviously mixing it up with everyone else, which is also the space has kind of stunted all of that, I believe, too. Because I think, you know, once the plan is, once everything gets cooking, there's going to be like little competitions, like little baking contests and, you know, a game of horse and shit like that. Yeah. Where like our group is going to be able to intermingle with, you know, PMT and the act and all that. And that's, just stuff that we never had the luxury to do before because it was only our squad. And I love our squad, but it's like, you know, it it, it always is fun to, you know, play with, you know, kids from the other school once in a while. Right. So everything's going to change. It's going to be good. It's like it's like the Catholic school kids hanging out with the public school kids at a mixer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you got to do it once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, a little juke party. Why not? Yeah, you, you get, get the music <laughs> yeah, going. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the space just, obviously no one's seen anything of it yet, but it sounds like it's going to be paradise. Yeah, it's it's like, it's legitimately stupid big. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid big. It's so big. There's so much space. Like, people are just going to have like a, a half a floor to themselves. It's so big. Oh, my God. Uh, that's but awesome. It's, but, it's, but it's sweet. It's coming along nicely. And uh, it's definitely going to be, like a, a sight to behold once it's all, you know, all the, you know, everything is matted and framed and ready to go. Yeah, fine. Me and James will come see it when it's ready. Ugh. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sure they're <laughs> going to be offering tours like crazy. So I guarantee you guys will uh, get there at some point. Hey, that's that that would be <laughs> awesome. That would be James needs a new pair of shorts. I, I'd probably pass out. <laughs> probably pass out but um you know eddie we really appreciate you coming on thank you so much for your time man dude of course i'm happy to do it i don't know what the goal is with all this but if you guys like doing it you like chopping it up just keep plugging away who knows what could happen awesome thank you very much man yeah absolutely and johnny's is right down the road so um maybe down the line we hit that road <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep yeah. inviting you until it happens. So thanks so much, Eddie. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, dude. Thanks. Barstool Eddie. James, I think we did it. That, that was good. That it was, was fun. Sorry. I'm so pumped my headphones fell off. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Eddie was great. Um, let's do our week five preview. Um, a couple things to highlight from last week that kind of made me scratch my head besides like everything the bears did, uh, bears blew a 28 to seven lead naturally. Um, I knew the lions were going to beat the Packers on Thursday, but, um, I parlayed that with too many things and I didn't end up winning any money. So that's a bummer for me. And then the London game, when did the Jaguars just move to London? Uh, well, fun fact, Tony Khan, their owner, owns a soccer team in London. <laughs> so they're just going to share a field? I swear to God, it's the weirdest thing ever. So I'm going to go on a quick tangent. Tony Khan, I actually did some research on it. Tony Khan from Chicago 
owns the Jaguars. He owns a soccer team in London, and he owns AEW, which is like get the fuck the out alternate to like WWE. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's got stupid money. That's yeah, that's idiocracy money. And it's like I've seen videos of him before. He just yells into the camera about stuff. He is absolutely hysterical. Oh my god! And he just well, I think he gets it all from his dad, but. He just has so much money. He, you own a, you own a wrestling promotion, yeah, a football team and a soccer team, a football and a football. It's crazy. I mean, that's pretty. That's the dream. So wait, did the Jaguars? Do you think they flew home, or do you think they're just still in London? I don't know. I mean, I'd party it up in London if I won. If I won a football game in oh, 100% London, hundred percent spin zone. I think for this game only. Who are they playing? They played the Falcons in London. I know, week. no, but no, they play this next week in London too. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's. Oh, what. shish kebab, dude. So we got two um, Bills. Games. Okay. Jaguars play the Bills. Is this in London too? I think. Yeah, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I think they should, and they would get that place going, or we would get more pumped. You bring out Ted Lasso as your football coach. James. It's a great idea. That's a, that's a great idea. Tony Khan's got the money. He can shell it out. Oh, that's beautiful. You should do that. Yeah, that, I mean, just... Just have Ted Lasso do his little dance in the middle of a team huddle. Yeah. Like yeah. Trevor Lawrence's luscious locks waving around back yeah. and forth. And Jamie. Talk. Yes. He's Jamie. We Hire us, Tony. <laughs> Calvin Ridley is... Um, uh, Roy Kent. Roy is he Roy Kent? I could say, yeah. I don't know. Is, do we have an older guy like on the Jaguars that's just finished with everybody? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Ridley, Ridley, he bets. He bets. He bets everywhere. Ridley. <laughs> um, Ravens smack the Browns. Titans smack the Bengals. Is Joe Burrow done? Dude, I don't know. He, I, I just, I really think he's a lot more hurt than he's letting on. And I think that just shows his toughness. But the Bengals are bad. Bengals are bad. Jamar Chase is going full diva. Like, I'm still in FPMT, but he's going full diva on everybody. Yeah. When you start yelling at the media, there's no coming back. He's just going Ocho Cinco. Yeah. And I think right now the Bengals, I personally got a little sick of them. I mean, I love Joe Burrow, but um, I got a little sick of them. I think everyone just got on the bandwagon with them so quickly. And now yeah. it's pretty much... People kind of laugh to see them lose because Bengals For fans real. will talk shit. Shout out Dylan Ryan. <laughs> I think uh, Jamar Chase is one option to just change his name to Jamar Uno and really steer into the uh, Chad Johnson. Like three good ideas on this show. <laughs> I think we're rocking and rolling How right now, are. Jimmer. Um, Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers destroy the Saints. Um, who saw that coming? Uh oh, me. That division is just a wild card. Yeah. It's Baker Mayfield is going to win that division. I mean, this it's either he's that good or the Saints are just that like overrated. Yeah, true. I thought the Saints defense was going to be a lot better, but and uh, and the Falcons, which I'm, I may be moving to soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to um, we'll cover that we'll in a quick second. Uh, Vikings needed a win against the Panthers. We have the Panthers pick, we meaning the Bears have the Panthers pick, so that helps us. Doesn't really matter for whatever reason. Texans destroy the Steelers. A lot of blowouts this week. Chargers beat the Raiders. For some reason, I thought the Raiders were going to win with a backup quarterback. Not so fast. I mean, the Chargers are so unreliable, and Cleo Mack just decided to have six sacks. Yeah, why not? Jerk. Cowboys destroy the Patriots. 49ers somewhat destroy the Cardinals. The spread was 14 and a half, so how much can you beat a team? Uh, They won by 19. The Niners are that good, and I truly don't think I could see them losing. If Brock Purdy stays healthy and he's doing, like, he's he's surpassing expectations for sure. Like if Christian he's do- McCaffrey stays healthy. Christian McCaffrey is him. He's so good. And then that defense, Bosa, and then Fred Warner is all you need, and they're just, yeah. they, that, they play the Cowboys on Sunday night. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, oh, that game's going to be legitimately my favorite game of the year, maybe. I cannot wait for Sunday night. Yeah, um... I, as like a fantasy football uh, manager, I, as of watching the 49ers, you're like, give the ball to somebody else. But when you're an actual football team, like, why would we give it to anybody else but Christian McCaffrey? He just lives in the end zone. He, he just lives in the end zone and he just makes it look so easy. But here's the thing. Oh, like, 
we're going to switch up. We're going to give it to Debo Samuel, who's still fucking good. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, who's a freak of nature. Could you imagine if Brandon Ayuk was on the Bears? He would be the worst football player of all time. Yeah. But just being in a 49ers uniform, first off, you look so much cooler. You do. You Second, look faster. You look so much faster with those gold helmets. Mm-hmm. And you, just like there, there's a reason that they are, the Niners are the Niners. Yep. There's a reason they're good every single year. Absolutely. Um, the Chiefs beat the Jets by three. A um, lot of controversy on that last play of the game by Pat Mahomes not going into the end zone. A lot of gambling people are real pissed. Me. Yeah, I would be too if I I had like a shit ton of money on the Chiefs. I, did you? No, I didn't. I When I looked at the spread and it was only seven and a half, I was like, mm, it should be higher. And so I just didn't bet the spread. Um, so that game, Pat Mahomes, if he gets in the end zone, a 10 point lead still wins the game. But I, I understand, like, if you just get down, the game ends right there. I think he just wanted to go talk to Zach Wilson so badly that I, I legit, like, I was falling in asleep, and, like, I fell asleep when it was 17 nothing. I'm like, you know, I don't bet that much money, but I'm like, that was easy money. I'm like, Chiefs are like, Travis Kelsey's going to have five touchdowns, like yeah. this and that. And I woke up, and I'm like, I have one eye open. I'm like, no. Yeah. And then I watched that whole fourth quarter and I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm like this asshole. And that just shows like you've heard, you know, on the radio and stuff, podcasts, Vegas knows. Right. Vegas just knows everyone's going to hammer the Chiefs. Yeah. The Jets are dead in the water. Done. And Zach Wilson decides to have the best game of his career. Yeah. And, you know, while we're on that topic. Healthy debate. Healthy debate. Um, that <laughs> Zach Wilson is making like America fall in love with him. Like yeah. he's so bad and he had a good game and everyone just keeps trashing him. Like yeah. it's an underdog story at this point. Everyone wants to see him su- succeed. Yeah. Um, healthy debate. Taylor Swift might be ruining the NFL. I don't want to get into that. You don't want to get into that? I do. And I don't. Did you see my Instagram story last night? It's in, in my building. Laundry got raised to a dollar. Yeah. Cold cold. And <laughs> I, just, I just said, thanks, killer Trav and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I am one of those guys that thinks this is all a scam that yeah. like she's promoting herself. Tinfoil she hat is on. the fucking, she is the fucking cover photo on Twitter. I know it's ridiculous. I thought that was a joke when I saw a big cat post that at first, I yeah. thought like he was just doing that to be funny. And then you look it up. She is the fucking cover photo of the NFL. It's such a, I mean, it's a smart business move. It, it, brings in Taylor Swift fans to the NFL, which you didn't need more money anyway. You're the N fucking L, dude. Like you're you're good on money. You got plenty. And now you just make Taylor Swift the face of every game she's at. I mean, what a flex. Like she's just calling all like I don't like her, but I she's just calling all her hot, rich, famous friends like, hey, let's just go putz around in the box and watch my new boyfriend play football. Yeah, dude. Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds were in the box with her. And Blake Lively leave the phone book at home. Jesus Christ. She is stunning. I just want to spoon with her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gonna get into it, but just spoon. Yeah. Um there I'm is- big spoon. There is too many snapshots to Taylor Swift throughout the games. They cut to her celebrating instead of watching Isaiah Pacheco's celebration. And Isaiah Pacheco from New Jersey grew up down the street from the stadium, scores a touchdown in his hometown stadium, mm-hmm. and you cut to Taylor Swift. Like, yep. If you're that kid, you're going to Travis Kelsey, fuck you. Yeah, dude, you brought her into our lives. Yes. It's like, like, you're, it's like your stepson. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, he just lived Dad, out- your new girlfriend's pissing me off. He lived out a childhood <laughs> dream right there. And yeah. they cut to Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, I want to see any celebration rather than a celebrity's celebration in their fucking suite. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, Hey, look at us. We're rich and good looking and we're just going to shove it in your faces. Yes, you are rich. And yes, you are good looking. Uh, like, th- what's up? And watching that you saw my shopping cart the other night. Yeah. I'm like, Scarf. Oh, that was such a depression shopping cart. Dude, dude. the lady, the lady <laughs> at Jewel said, are you going through a breakup? And I said, yeah, with football. <laughs> So James had a fall scented candle, a box of donuts. Okay, I'll read it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A box of donuts, <laughs> Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Cape Cod potato chips, um, 
Uh, I had munchies. Yeah. Uh, cookies. Uh, <clears throat> Powerade. Yeah. And a Dunkin' Donuts like mochaccino coffee or something. <laughs> Cape Cod cookies, a Dunkin', uh, the munchies. Yep, donuts, ice cream, and a candle, dude. It's like I send that to certain people, and people just said the candle makes it. It's so good. It was. It it's was so good. Like the lady, and like I go to the school for work all the time, so the lady like knew me checking out, and she's like, "You all right there?" And I looked at her like, "You would think like I lost like my dog got hit by a car." <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm not yeah. all right. Yeah. And I just, I went home and I just sat down yeah. and my dad walked in and was like, you okay? I'm like, no. Did you witness a death? Yeah. yeah. My favorite sports team. It's like. <laughs> and my favorite person. I'm like, my favorite person is sad. So like, I'm sad. And I DM'd Fields and he didn't reply. I said, do you want to get fat together? And he didn't reply. Yeah. He still hasn't replied to coming onto the show, but I'm still holding out hope. Well, he's not washed up. So why would he? Uh, hey, washed up's a good thing, dude. Um, and then the Monday night game was the Seahawks Giants. Daniel Jones had a chance to make it a game and threw a pick six on the two yard line. So um, Daniel Jones stinks. I really thought he'd take just a minuscule step ahead, but he has taken steps backwards, which is impressive. Um, all right, let's go to week five uh, review on picks, maybe. Uh, the Bears take on the Commanders on Thursday. Um, like we talked with Eddie, the the thought was that maybe if we lose this game, Eberflus is on the hot seat, but he already is on the hot seat. I don't see him getting fired because you're doing the job already. We're getting the first pick regardless. Yeah. What's the spread? Uh, five and a half favoring the commanders. I'm going, I think the bears cover the five and a half. Okay. I uh, think that, I don't think they win. I think that they make it. I think we're looking at another 12, seven game. It's, it's a, it's Actually, no, because the commander's offense has been cooking with Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I, I, if the only thing is Chase Young, like it's OSU on OSU crime. Oh, I don't like seeing my guys go at it. Yeah, I know they're going to be they're going to be Terry Chase Young. They're going to be touching, dude. I really hope Chase Young can't touch Justin Fields, but they're going to touch. Chase Young is when he's healthy. He is he's up there when he's healthy. Yeah, he almost won the fucking Heisman. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to touch that game at all. Uh, Bills, Jaguars in London, Bills minus five and a half. I like the, Bills. love the Bills in that one. It's ridiculous. I like They're, the Bills. Yeah, but this is the same thing as Chiefs, Jets. Jaguars have been in London a little longer. True. They know all the pubs. <laughs> but they know all the pubs. Fuck. Yeah, true. Fuck me. Uh, Texans, Falcons. It's a one and a half point spread favoring the Falcons. The over-unders at 41. I could see that game going over easily. Uh, Panthers take on the Lions. Lions minus nine. It's Lions minus nine. The Lions are the best team in our division by far. Titans, Colts. It's a one point spread. Doesn't really matter. Giants, Dolphins. Dolphins minus 10 and a half. I kind of like the Giants to cover that. Really? They scored three points. The Dolphins' defense is trash, though. <sighs> yeah. And the Dolphins, like, the Dolphins are good, but they, they got exposed, the Dolphins. They really did, but I, I think they, I mean, you beat a team by 50 points in the NFL, and then you play the next best team the week after. I owe an apology to the Buffalo Bills. They freaking punched the Dolphins in the mouth, and they showed... Yeah. One, Buffalo is the hardest place to win. And two, Josh Allen's still really fucking good at football. Josh Allen's pretty great. And Stefan Diggs, yeah. Like, I think that they, like, say, like, hey, we're going to go out and act like we hate each other. Yeah, for real. Um, let us let me just run through these real quick, and then we'll just get to some picks before we wrap up. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Ravens minus three and a half over under 38 and a half. Eagles at Rams. Eagles minus four and a half over under 50 and a half. Bengals at Cardinals. Bengals only minus three over under 44 and a half. Jets at Broncos. Broncos minus 1.5 over under 43. Chiefs at Vikings. Chiefs minus five and a half over under 53. That Sunday night game that we're all looking forward to. Cowboys at Niners. Niners minus three and a half over under 45. Monday night snooze fest. Packers at the Raiders. Pack minus 2.5 over a, under 44 and a half. That's a primetime game. That's a primetime game. Good God. Yeah, that, that Monday night, I, I don't care. I'm going to be doing anything else. We got playoff baseball. Yeah, we do. That's it's a great point. Let's do picks and then let's talk playoff baseball real quick. Um, I got a couple picks that right off the bat I like. 
I the Rams are scaring me. Cooper Cup, there's a chance he's back, but I think that might throw a little wrinkle in it. The Eagles are rolling somewhat. I'm gonna go Eagles minus four and a half, but I hate four and a half. So you don't like you say that all the time. You are not a four guy. I know. I, I just don't like it. It scares me. And I think the 49ers, like minus three and a half at home against the Cowboys who have struggled since week one, even though they're two and one since that blowout against the Giants, it's not convincing. Yeah, it's it's really not. No, you lose to the Cardinals. Rude. Just ridiculous. You beat the shit out of the Patriots last week. Sure. Which, are the should. Patriots that bad? Yeah, Mac Jones is terrible. Dude, that draft class was supposed to be the greatest draft class of all time, and now we're just looking at a decent Trevor Lawrence. And Justin's the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I like Niners minus three and a half. Um, and then I love, where was it? I love the um, Colts over the Titans. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, my, my, my Colts are cooking. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> Except they didn't they lose last week? Yeah, they lost, but still. Yeah. Um, and then my final pick is Lions minus nine. I, I hate that number, but the Panthers just aren't very good. Yeah, they are not very good. Um, I'm going to go for my picks. I love, I got uh, Giants plus 11. I just think that they covered the spread. I think that the Giants, I mean, I'm probably wrong. The Dolphins offense might come out swinging, but their defense sucks. Uh, I am going New Orleans. I love New Orleans plus one and a half in New England. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. New- oh, Saints ML all yeah, over plus the place, dude. Saints money line. Fuck it. Saints money line. And then for my last pick, I think that here we go. I think in Arizona, they cover against the Bengals plus three. I think that, yeah. that I think Arizona is going to be the Texans of last year. The Texans fully anticipated to suck, mm-hmm. but they had frisky games and they were and they made every game close. They were covered darlings. I think that's what we're going to look at at Arizona, and they're going to get a huge pick in the draft. But yeah. I think they cover against the Bengals. I think until we fully hear that Joe Burrow is healthy, the Bengals are lost right now. I agree, and I fucking love that Saints pick. That's scary. Dude. I might do Kamara 2-plus and Chris Olave 2-plus. Yeah, they're going to beat the shit out of the fucking Patriots. <laughs> and then Jets, Broncos. Good God. There's some... These games have sucked good. Granted, they make the schedule before everyone gets injured. So right. I know Nathaniel Hackett revenge game. Oh, I'm going I'm going Broncos money line on that. Gross. Or no, Jets money line. Yeah, there that. you go. Thank you. Um, I agree. These This slate is a little lackluster, but Sunday night saves. I just hope that it's a dog fight. Sunday night is like the game you're going to turn on ESPN for to watch Countdown because they're probably going to be in Santa Clara. Yeah. You're going to be stoked. It's McCaffrey, Dak. Like, it's star-studded, and it's what everybody wants to see. Yeah, this is all I want. I just want this playing on a loop the entire time. All respect to them, you know. Um, I just hope it's an actual dog fight all the way around. I want to see Tony Pollard go off. I want to see Christian McCaffrey hit him back in the lip. I want to see Debo to C.D. Lamb. It's just a great guy's game. I want to see Nick Bosa rip it from Dak. And hey, the Niners, the last two years, they fucking own the Cowboys in the playoffs. First touchdown score, Sam Fran defense. Ooh, I love that. I might do Sam Fran Defense first touchdown score and Brandon Ayuk first touchdown score. I, I can that. get it on either side of the field. I love that. I know it's a little scary. It's a foolproof system. It's, it's, it's it can't lose, James. Um, Niners first touch. Oh, I, I like that way too much. That's a little scary. All right. Well, let's talk a little playoff baseball because I was having this conversation with somebody a couple days ago where I have not thought about playoff baseball. Exactly, exactly. And this goes into the conversation that once you hit October and if you're just going through channels or you're walking into a bar and you see a baseball game on, it feels so drastically different. It does. Yeah, you're just like, oh shit, like we got Twins Blue Jays. Who the fuck in the regular season would want to talk about that? But now you're like, hey, do the Twins finally break it? Are the Blue Jays for real? Like, you're right. It's just such a different feeling. And you look up at the TV anywhere you look, and it's 
it just feel you can feel the stadium because unlike our my White Sox, nobody at the stadium gave a fuck about the game. When you get to the playoffs, you see people in the stands, you see people standing, and just the lights show itself. Like it, it's a completely different feel, and I'm really excited. The wild card games have already started, and um, the Rangers won Game One against the Rays as. A, as the underdog and the twins beat the blue jays in game one as an underdog and the brewers are currently beating the diamondbacks as the favorite um the brewers are cooking the brewers got a good like they thrive in these everyone's kind of counting them out yeah they're fucking good there's no denying it i'll actually be in milwaukee next weekend and i fucking hate them with a burning passion but it will be kind of cool to be around an atmosphere that has playoff baseball. Absolutely. It'll be great. Yeah. I, I hate them. Like I said, with all my fiber. Right. But um, they, uh, yeah, it should be interesting, but they have, they got a little bit of magic to them. And who do they play first round? Uh, Diamondbacks. They're playing right now. Ooh, 2011, they played each other. Brewers won and a walk off in the series. So I think the Diamondbacks rectify that. Yeah. I mean, looks like, I mean, it's only the bottom of the second, but the D-backs are down three right now. So, um, and then tonight at seven, we have the Marlins facing off against the Phillies. I think Phillies, Bryce Harper, everyone's counting him out. He got voted 40 out of top 40 players in playoff baseball. Really? He is going to freaking, I think we got to bet Bryce Harper did hit a home run. I'm down. How about we parlay that with Jake Berger too? Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Um, all right. So that's that slate. And then uh, who else do we got? No, that's, those are our games. They're going to be game three, uh, three game series. So I like that way better than the one game, even though the one game is actually like legitimately electric. When you win that one game, it just matters so much. Yeah. Who did the Cubs beat when Arietta was on the mound for that game? Was it Pittsburgh? Yeah, the Pirates, right? Yeah, he legit told Sean Re- Sean Rodriguez to like leave baseball. Yeah, and Sean Rodriguez did never play again after that. Dude, Jake Arietta put his whole dick into every pitch that series or that one game. That one game, and then that whole—I mean—that Cy Young season was ridiculous. But yeah, it's like that one game. You wait, and you're so ready for it. You're sitting at school or work. You're like, all right, we got the wild card game tonight. We're ready. But I mean, the three definitely, like, especially if it goes three games, that makes it all the more fun too. Oh, it's yeah. just more baseball. But you are right. The classic one brought about some really classic games. Yeah. Um, so we'll just run through the bracket real quick. The winner of Tampa Bay and Texas faces Baltimore. The winner of Minnesota-Toronto faces Houston. The winner of Milwaukee-Diamondbacks faces the Dodgers. And the winner of Phillies-Miami faces the Braves. I find it difficult to see anybody beating the Braves, but if it's Dodgers-Braves to go to the World Series, we're going to have a lot of fun as fans. I think the Braves are going to the World Series. And if it's Braves, I would love to see Braves-Orioles. I think that's what a lot of people want to see, and especially the Orioles. Yeah. I I just want to see a Camden Yards. All that orange would be so fucking electric. Yeah, I know. I really wish that if Texas wins this series, they faced Houston so I could root for Texas. I don't want to see Minnesota beat Houston, even though it's my division. You probably should. I don't know. Where do you lie on that? Rooting for divisions? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't want to see the Brewers win. Yeah, I don't want to see the Twins beat Toronto, and I definitely don't want to see the Twins it's, beat Houston. Especially the Twins were so mediocre, and they literally got like a consolation prize. Like, hey, you were the best worst team in this division. Yeah, Or like, not, nah, we're in that wrong, but it's like they were so average. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would love to see Braves-Orioles as well, and if it's Houston, I just hope the Braves beat the brakes off of them. Um, all right. This was a stellar episode. Season 11, episode 9. Stay hydrated this weekend. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Um, Go Bears, go Bulls. Yeah, go Bulls coming up. I guess. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. All right, everybody. Have a great time. Peace, love, and happiness. Feels so good. And ride with me Get high and catch a vibe with me This music that make you feel good Do it for the real ones Do it while I still can This is for the real fans
singing along with a set of light shows. I know, I so fly, don't you think so too? Shorty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sip great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. This for a long time, can't think with the wrong mind, can't drift to the wrong tide, can't sink if it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly, curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God. I've been steady trying to get in my way, that's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset. Get it, good, good, good.